The only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing. Socrates. You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. That is one of my favorite quotes of the great philosopher. A lot of us are so proud of our knowledge. What we know, what we have learned. Heck, we are so proud of it that some of us cannot even bear the notion of somebody just calling us by our first names without the titles, like doctor, attorney, engineer, architect, and so on. On the other hand, they did work hard to get those titles. I guess why not? To each his own, right? Welcome to this week's Rehash. I remember an episode in the reality show Survivor, wherein the survivors were hungry for weeks, relying only on food rewards. They had fishing gear, but they didn't know how to use it, until they won a reward that involved a couple of Philippine Marines. The Marines came to their camp and showed them the edible plants that were all around them. They showed them how to cook using bamboo and how to fish and find baits. That changed the game for them. They started to enjoy themselves and boosted the team's morale. Food was all around them, but they just didn't know which were edible. For them, the two marines coming over, teaching them how to live off the land, was the best reward, because it will sustain them for the whole duration of their stay on the island, compared to just winning a steak dinner which they will only enjoy once. I also heard of a missionary story of helping people in a village who were starving and dying of illnesses because of dirty water. It turns out, they didn't know the basics of filtering and boiling water before drinking it. The missionaries also taught them how to avoid contaminating their water with human waste by moving their outhouses farther from their water source. The village had tons of mango trees all around, but they did not know what else to do with it besides eating the fruit right from the tree. All the other fruits that dropped the ground are left to rot, so they were also taught how to dry and preserve the mangoes for future use when they are out of season or can them for sale to make money and buy other food items for themselves. As simple as imparting the knowledge of boiling water first before drinking it may literally have saved the lives of future generations in that village. No wonder it has been said that knowledge is power. You're listening to So, if knowledge is power, then the more you know, the more power you get to change the world. And we see it today. Elon Musk of Tesla has one of the highest stocks there is. Google, Amazon, and Facebook can literally clone our minds and our way of thinking with all the information they have on us. From the photos we post, which are basically our memories, our buying patterns, who we are related to, who we are friends with, and even the way we think through our writings in Google Docs, 
and the digital books that we read. They can take over the world without us noticing it because of the knowledge they have accumulated on their databases. Come to think of it, maybe they already have. We are so proud of the things we think we know that we easily form very strong opinions about things and issues. If we actually pause and dig a bit deeper, we might actually find out that we know way less than what we thought. If you want an example of this, just turn on a TV on any news channel. Or scroll on any social media feed, and there it is. People are arguing about stuff so sure of themselves that they think they are right. I like how Neil Tyson puts it. He says that one of the great challenges in life is knowing enough to think you are right, but not enough to know you are wrong. Let's say I was witnessing a fight that is going on on the street. Then moments later, you walked in and saw it from across the street. Police came, broke up the fight, and asked us what happened. We will describe what we saw, and for sure, the police will end up with two different stories. I was there before you, so you wouldn't know what happened before you came. But you can't say that my version of the story is wrong. You saw it from a different angle, so you would have a different perspective when you tell your story. So I can't say you were wrong. Even though we were both there, we still didn't know why they fought. Even if we saw who threw the first punch, we still don't know the intention behind it. And intention matters. Because in the worst case, intention may be the difference between murder or manslaughter. Point is, we were both there, and still, we barely know about what we actually witnessed. And either one of us could say that the other was wrong, even though we were trying to describe the same exact incident. We call people who are knowledgeable about a certain field as an expert, or a master. But for me, the true master is the one who is the eternal student. Those kinds of experts will tell you that they are still just discovering things about their field that they have not found before, even though they have been at it for years. They will attest that the deeper one digs and the longer one lives their practice, their craft or whatever, the more they discover they have barely scratched the surface. Daniel Joseph Burstein an appointed librarian of the United States Congress from 1975, said that the greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance. It is the illusion of knowledge. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.